you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of your career and life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is a show where we come together to talk about how to own our careers and take control of our futures. That is what I'm working on all the time, and that is what I'm looking to support you with as well. And on today's show, we're talking about achieving peak performance and really overcoming challenges, fears, and limiting beliefs so that we can achieve peak performance in our careers and in our lives. And my guest today on the show is Jeff Hage. Jeff is an entrepreneur and success coach with a passion for helping others achieve their biggest dreams. As a coach, Jeff starts with a focus on mindset. Taking his client on their business and their business to the next level always begins with the right mindset, and I completely agree. I am all about mindset as well. As you know, I've talked about it often on this podcast. I have a full chapter about it in the book, and I had a great conversation with Jeff in this interview about mindset and overcoming limiting beliefs. Jeff enjoys using the extensive experience in the banking industry over 20 years as an entrepreneur, plus his training and experience as a coach to help his clients break through the mental and physical barriers that hold them back. And Jeff works a lot with athletes. He also works with entrepreneurs and everything we talk about is relevant, whether you're an entrepreneur or an employee. And just one other note, we did record this live on LinkedIn. Uh, so I think I might've referenced a couple comments that came in, uh, but I don't think we had really questions, but we had a great conversation about the limiting beliefs that hold people back, the fears that hold people back, and how we can get past some of those. So if you've been dealing with some of those limiting beliefs, some of those fears, hesitating on following some type of career goal or career dream, hopefully this interview will help you out. And I also want to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, where I have a full chapter about mindset, two chapters about networking, lots of advice in there about overcoming fears and beliefs to follow your dreams and really own your career and own your life. If you haven't read it, I'd love for you to check it out. You can get it on Amazon. We also have free resources available at ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. All right, without further ado, here is my interview with Jeff Hage. Right, I am live with Jeff Hage, who is an entrepreneur and success coach with a passion for helping others achieve their biggest dreams. Uh, Jeff starts with focus on mindset, taking his clients through their business and then always with the goal of helping them achieve the next level and best possible results. And we're going to talk today about how do you achieve peak performance, whether you're an athlete, an entrepreneur, or an entrepreneur, uh, sorry, an employee, uh, just trying to get the most out of your career. So Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be with you. Yeah, man. Great to talk with you again. Um, we've had a couple of great conversations. You had me on your podcast a little while back and uh, we talked all about you know, what it means to own your career. Um, we've talked a little bit about mindset and I know you do a lot of work in this area as well. Uh, let's start with just a, a quick introduction, you know, who you are and, and what you do. And so you work mostly with, you work with athletes and entrepreneurs as, uh, you know, kind of helping them yeah. with mindset and achieving success, right? You bet. Um, so just to take a little bit of a step back quickly, uh, you know, I graduated from college with an entrepreneurship uh, major, but got a really good job offer at a bank and I turned it down because I was a professional rodeo cowboy and I was done school. I just wanted to go cowboy. And so I went and did that and I ended up eventually going back to the bank. And then um, a few years later, 
with one of my clients, I actually quit the bank and started a manufacturing company and went through that whole entrepreneurial journey um, from 2005 till we actually had to shut it down during COVID. So we had a really good 16 year run with a lot of learning experiences along the way. Um, in the meantime, um, in addition to that, I had started doing some mentoring and coaching a few years back. And I've also been a basketball coach for the last 20 years. And, you know, one of the things that I've noticed more and more, well, for an example, um, I've got a mastermind group and I used to host it from our film room at the school because as soon as I was done, I always had to go out to basketball practice. And one of my assistant coaches was in that mastermind group, but he would always listen in from his truck and we'd get in and afterwards he'd be like, you've got to teach this basketball team everything you're talking about on that um, mastermind call. And really what I looked at is there's so many things that I was working with with entrepreneurs focused on mindset and peak performance and personal development and all that, that is exactly what athletes need as well. And so I did start working more and more with my athletes on helping them, you know, achieve some of these mindset um, things that were going to help them become better. And then when all this um, pandemic stuff hit, it really, I mean, it's had a huge impact on everyone, obviously, but where I've seen a huge hit is with our youth. And one of my clients one time asked me if I would talk to her son um, because I think he was a junior and he was so focused on he wanted to play football at the next level. But throughout, you know, getting seasons canceled or delayed and all the different things they went through during COVID, he just lost all his drive, all his motivation and all his hopes and seemed to vanish. And it kind of got me in a mode of, you know, this is happening with all of us, but with these athletes, they kind of need a little extra. And so I started a program called the Confident Athlete Program and have been focused on helping a lot of athletes, you know, get their mindset in the right place to take themselves to the next level. I have lots of Man, that's, oh, uh, that, that is so important. And, you know, one I haven't worked with a lot of athletes. I, I've been an athlete. I still consider myself an athlete. Um, you know, playing sports growing up and seeing what athletes go through. And I've worked, you know, become an entrepreneur and worked with a lot of entrepreneurs and and seen, you know, talk to a lot of successful people. And I think one thing that we have in common across all areas is so many people hold themselves back because of limiting beliefs or fear. They don't think they can do something. And I see so many people take themselves out of the game before they even get a chance. I know it happens to a lot of athletes. I know I did it to myself for a long time. I'm not even going to try, you know, um, I, I talk about this often, I, even though it's like one of my biggest embarrassments, I grew up playing a lot of baseball and my dream was to be a professional baseball player. Um, but I was kind of a mediocre player. And when I was 15, I went to high school. I just thought the high school team was too good. I didn't even try out. I didn't even give myself a chance. You know, I took myself right. out of the game. So I know this is something that a lot of people struggle with, deal with. Um, you know, what, how do we, how, how do you help me start with athletes get past some of that stuff to really start heading in the right direction. You know, it's funny. One, one of the things, and it's like you said, it doesn't matter if it's an athlete or an entrepreneur, it's mm -hmm. starting out with not believing your own lies because we do, we create all these limiting beliefs. And usually, you know, a lot of our limiting beliefs as I work with people, it comes from something that was done to them or said to them when they were younger. And, you know, 
usually the person that said it or did it, it was just a minor thing they said, but this person takes it to heart and it just sticks with them. And, you know, we get these limiting beliefs that are holding us back and we're scared to really step out of our comfort zone to get past them because we, because we believe them. And, you know, that's actually, I recorded my podcast for tomorrow. And that's what, one of the things I talked about is who, who is it that you want to become mm. and start acting like that person now? You know, you don't have to take all these baby steps. You can start acting like that person now. And I think that's one of the things we need to realize is we have a lot of negative self-talk. You know, we're always we're always talking to ourselves. And usually it's in the form of questions and answers. We're always asking and answers questions in our head. And once we start, and I especially see this with athletes, when I can help them identify that self-talk that they're having that's negative and they can recognize it and you know i'd love to say i can teach them to never have any negative self-talk but we're always going to have some negative self-talk right right but when we can recognize it and we can interrupt that and we can change the habitual questions that we're asking ourselves or just change that conversation we can really change the outcome because so much of it's you know what are we focused on you know if we're looking at athletes say a basketball player they miss a shot and they start having that negative self-talk down the court they usually end up getting a foul at the other end well if they you know my friend our friend uh tammy Matheny, she talks about um when what's important now or what's important next you know forget about the things that just happened and end that negative self-talk and look at what's next what can you control and move on what's the most common thing that people are telling themselves these these lies that you mentioned or the negative self-talk that they can't do it, that they don't deserve it, that, you know, mm. why do I think I can achieve these things? And, you know, I, I actually, on the Jeff Hagee show just a little while ago, I interviewed Nick Santanastasto. And I don't know if you know Nick or have heard of Nick, but mm. he was born with no legs and one arm. And, you oh, know, yeah, I've seen his he, stuff. I follow him on Instagram. The guy's amazing. Oh, he's awesome. And, you know yeah. what? You start, you, you know, he, he says that he'll say to someone, you know, what are you grateful for today? Oh, there's nothing, you know, it's just a terrible mm. day. And he's like, Hey, did you wake up? Did you have two arms and two legs? <laughs> and you look at someone like Nick, that so many amazing things and continues to do so many amazing things. Yeah. And then we look in the mirror and say, why me? Why, why do I think I can do whatever it is? Well, it's just perspective and taking a look at yourself and saying, you know what? quit having that negative self-talk because if Nick can do the things he's doing, why can't I do what I'm trying to do? Yeah. Context is, uh, becomes really important. Uh, and, and yeah. I try to help a lot of people with that You know, earlier this year, you know, I went through cancer and I was posting a lot of my story along the way. And I'm certainly not trying to make anybody feel bad because everybody's got their own challenges, but like, here's what I'm dealing with. Here's how I'm getting through it. And, you know, a lot of people told me, like, hey, I was dealing with some challenges and I thought about you and I was like, I, if he can get through that, I can get through this. And, um, you know, that's why I was sharing stuff because I want to help motivate people to get through that stuff. So sometimes we need the context to say like, okay, some people have it worse, you know, like, yeah, I've got some challenges right now, but there are tougher challenges in the world. There are plenty of people that have gotten through a bad day at work or health challenges like this. And I'm going to do my research and, uh, you know, put my best effort and I'm, and I'm going to try to get through this. You know, the other thing you mentioned was this idea of people just saying like, 
I'm not capable of this, or I can't do this, or um, I'm not deserving, right? That was a big one. I've got a, a good friend who is a very successful entrepreneur, and he's always struggling with anxiety and ask him like, what's going on? And he's like, I'm just afraid. I just don't feel like I deserve all the success that I've achieved. Like, I feel like someone's going to come, you know, find me out or take it away from me. And it's, uh, I, I know that's not uncommon. There are a lot of people that deal with that, whether you, whether you call it imposter syndrome, you right. know, anxiety, comparison, whatever it is. Um, it's, it's, I mean, how do you help people with that? You know, and when you look at anxiety and stuff like that, it is so much just like fear. It's you're focusing so much on the future and mm. we're given so much power to something that hasn't even happened yet. And so why not funnel that energy into things that we can control? Because, you know, those fears are out there and we're giving them all our energy, all our power. But, you know, most of the time they don't even happen. Most of the things that we're mm. all stressed out about. And I mean, I, it's easy to say, right? Um, yeah, and... I've heard I've heard that fear stands for false events appearing real, right? We're like, oh, right. I'm so afraid of these like future events that might happen. And then most of the time they never come to fruition. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Sometimes they do. And you live through them. You deal with it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I talked about my company that I started in 2005. I, I thought I'd be running that company forever. You know, this uh, past January, almost a year ago, when I was at the point that, you know what, this thing's failing, this thing's done. Yeah, I was, I was dealing with my own anxieties. I was dealing with a lot of stress and fear and, you know, what's going to happen, what's next. And it was actually sitting right where I am right now. And my wife was sitting in, in the room here with me once and she got up and she just looked at me. She says, you know what, whatever happens, you and I, we're good. We'll get through whatever. And that, that moment, it kind of put everything into perspective and just made me think, you know what, I've got to control the things I can control. Yeah. And yeah, there's going to be some rough road ahead of me, but the things that are most important, we're good. And it really changed my perspective on things and helped me get rid of some of the anxiety. Yeah. I mean, some of the yeah. stuff I had to deal with still sucked, but right. it was just yeah, putting it in perspective. You, you realize you're going to be okay. And um, by the way, we, we are recording this live. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, and, and YouTube. If you are watching live and you have a question for Jeff or me about some of your own challenges, limiting beliefs, fears, or goals, feel free to drop uh, that in the chat. Let us know. We'd be happy to address that. Um, now, Jeff, so you, you're working with a lot of entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, I know, and, and leaders, executives are dealing with this imposter syndrome right? This fear, this anxiety, what's going to happen to my business? What might happen down the line? What if things shut down? What if I get discovered? Um, and you're talking about focusing on the present, right? Like what's the next step? And, um, you know, getting kind of getting rid of that fear. And also, I, I think you mentioned, you know, what you were talking about there is gratitude as well, which has been really important for me in my journey, right? Is like having that gratitude for what I have now and also being ambitious for what I want to achieve later. Uh, I wonder if you, have you worked with people on that? How do you strike the right balance between, hey, I really should just be grateful for what I have now, but I also have big dreams and I want to like go out and achieve a lot of big stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I do have, I, I have what I call my mindset questions. And mm -hmm. one of those is, you know, what are you grateful for today? And I think that's important. 
and you need to be in you need to be present in the moment being grateful for what you have but in no way shape or form am i saying don't have those big lofty dreams and goals because we've got to have those goals out there that we're striving for Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think it's important to be grateful for the things that we have had i mean even when i work with clients on their on their goals you know we look at their big goals and as they're struggling through them i'll often say okay let's let's just sit back and reflect now what were your goals a year from now because i i have them write them down and we look back and you know however many of them it's like oh yeah we kind of achieved them because one thing i see a lot of people do is they set these goals and as they start advancing and doing things they just keep setting bigger and bigger goals but they don't take the time to say hey i just crushed that goal and you know mm. what? i'm living i'm living my dreams i'm living the goals that i had a year ago yeah. and being grateful for that they instead we're just so focused on more and more goals we don't take the time to show our gratitude that you know i, I had these great goals i've achieved them and now i've got bigger goals and and in that frame, you know, one of my other mindset questions is just what can you do today to step outside your comfort zone? And the reason I asked that one is you think of those times, whether it's with goals or anything that you've had, you've been forced to step out of your comfort zone. It's not comfortable. You don't like it. It doesn't feel good, but pretty soon it's, it's all good and you feel, feel normal with it. And the next time you have to do that thing again, it's that much easier the next time that much easier so if you're looking for opportunities to step out of your comfort zone every day every day your comfort zone is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and i mean that goes along with your confidence your confidence gets better and you just get stronger that way but just like your goals you've got to look back and be grateful for those challenges along the way that allow you to be at that level now yeah, I agree absolutely, and, and I think there's a great balance there, right? Like being able to look back, to, with, you know, look at look back at what you've accomplished and celebrate your wins. A lot of people don't take time to do being grateful for what you have today, and also setting big goals and, and charting a plan to continue moving forward and, and achieving things. Because I've also seen a lot of people get complacent and get bored, and you know that's when they they start to really become unhappy. And what I've learned over time, you've probably seen this as well is that most most fulfillment comes from contribution and growth. And it's really about the journey, right? Uh, Tony Robbins talks about that as well. It's not about achieving the goals. It's the journey towards achieving the goals. And so that's why it's so awesome to set the bigger goals, to get yourself out of your comfort zone. As you mentioned, there's so much growth that happens from that. Yeah. I mean, it's almost cliche to say that, but it is the journey. That's where the memories are. And, you know, the experiences are all within that journey. And yeah, you've got to be able to appreciate that along the way. Of course, you want to you want to achieve that goal and get there. But, you know, you think of any of your big goals that you've worked so hard for and the memories that have gone along with building up to get to that point are yeah. outstanding. 100%. All right. So I know you have more uh, mindset questions that you use with clients, part of your framework. I'd love to get into a couple of those and give people some practical things they can really be asking themselves or thinking about today to help them become more successful yeah um you know what some of my main ones it's just creating a routine you know i i like darren hardy talks about book ending your days you know you can mm-hmm. control the first of your day control the end of your day everything else can fall apart but you if you bookend your days and control those two you can really have a control on your life and so that's one of the things i do with my clients is 
I have them create a routine that they're going to start and end the day the same way. And part of starting the day is um, my writing out your goals and going through the mindset questions. And the mindset questions are just kind of to prime you for the day. And I think the two most important ones, like I said, are what are you grateful for today? And um, how are you going to step outside of your comfort zone today? The other ones are going to be questions like, you know, what's your number one priority today? Um, what is the number one task that is non-negotiable you've got to complete today? So some of those, and and usually I'll tell my clients, you know, the, these two main ones, your gratitude and your comfort zone, you've got to have those in there. Any of my other ones, you can change them, make them fit you, but just have those things that you can ask yourself. Um, you know, Benjamin Hardy talks a lot about journaling and how you can really use that in the morning to really prime you for the day. And so I think just having some questions like that help prime you for the day and really get you off on the right foot. You know, going through your goal, going through your mindset questions, taking a review of your um, day and what you've got to complete that day. And, and for me, I do that. Then I head to the gym, get home, help get the kids to school. And then, like I said, hopefully my schedule goes as planned, but it can all fall apart. And if it does, at the end of the day, I finish it with the same things that Im involve, you know, reviewing the day, reviewing the day, what's happening tomorrow, doing some visualization, stuff like that. That's cool. So uh, I, I like that. And I do a lot of those things as well. So do you actually write out your goals every morning? I do. I, I'm a big believer in using your reticular activating system. And mm -hmm. I think writing them out every day, I don't write out 10 goals every day. I've, yeah. I've got my five main goals that I write out every day. And, you know, for anyone that's listening, um, if you don't understand the RAS or the reticular activating system, um, it's, it's basically our filter. It's the filter that tells us what's important. It's, you know, when I, when I moved to Arizona from Canada, my daughter blew up her car on the way down. So we had to buy her a new car and I bought her this really cool little Mitsubishi spider convertible. I, I had never seen the car before, at least that I did, that I was aware of. But as soon as we bought it, I saw this car everywhere. And it's mm. it's not that it wasn't they weren't there before. It's just that all of a sudden this was something important to me, new to me, and so I it stood out to me. And that's what I think our RAS does for us with our goals. When we write out our goals every day, we're telling ourselves these are something that are important to us. So when things happen around us that can help us achieve those goals, that's going to stand out to us. You know, I think that people talk about the law of attraction. I think that's kind of like the law of attraction. It's just, we're paying more attention to those things that we're asking for. And, you know, our brain is something that we ask it questions. It's looking for ways to answer them for us. So when we write out our goals on a consistent basis, we're telling ourselves those are, those are important to us and we need to find out how we're going to achieve them. Yeah. And I, th I think we need a regular reminder too, because we got stuff getting thrown at us all the time, you know, requests, whether you work for somebody or you're an, an entrepreneur, we got email, social media, family stuff, right. And people are asking us to do things. And I remember reading in uh, the 10X rule by Grant Cardone that he talked about writing his goals down every morning. Uh, for me, I haven't quite done that, but for me, um, I have a morning routine and that includes, uh, I use affirmations every morning. And um, in addition to my affirmations about kind of who I am and who I want to be, I also recite my top 10 goals for the year. And what I've found in doing that is that I often remind myself of like, oh, I set that goal and I haven't really done anything on, you know, for that in 
a month or right. something. It's been a week since I've really made progress. Like I either need to take some action or take that off of my list, right? I can't sit here and say it's right. a goal if I'm not making progress. And I think that's a big issue for a lot of people. They say, oh, I have these goals, but then they don't have a plan. They're not actually take, making, you know, taking consistent action. And because they don't have any type of method like you have and I have to remind themselves, it just kind of slips off and disappears. Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, when I go with through a process with people to set their goals, that's part of it. You know, I go through the process, set the goals, go through a process to understand their purpose and why behind it. But then I say, OK, let's reverse engineer it. If you're going to achieve this goal and let's say a year is your target, what do you have to do to achieve it in a year and then break it down? What do you have to do to achieve it in a month? And then break it down from that because you know even on my daily success strategies podcast that's one of the things i say every monday i said okay what do you have to do this week so that on friday you can look back it's been a successful week but more importantly you're closer to your bigger goals so you should be able to say you know what i'm gonna do these things this week and it's gonna get me closer to x goal and if you can reverse engineer it so you know what you have to do on a monthly basis and you can break that down to a weekly or daily basis on things you can do to progress towards that goal on a daily basis you're going to achieve it absolutely okay can you hear me now yep all right good the mic is working again i'm like unplugging plugging in over here um okay <laughs> so i i agree with you and um i wanted to see if you have some other tips on this because when i give keynotes and talk to people about you know setting big goals and all this stuff one of the top questions I get is, how do you stay on track when you have all these things going on? How do you stay on track to achieve your goals? So we talked about the importance of either maybe writing it down or reciting your goals every morning. What else do you recommend to people to, to stay on track so they're still, they keep moving forward with their goals and not getting thrown off by life? You've got to have a strong why. Why are you after that goal? And, you know, I went through a process that I use with my clients now that I heard from Dean Graziosi called Seven Levels Deep um, because I, I even did it with some of my goals. I thought I understood my why and I was doing this. This was my purpose behind it. But I mean, to put it in simple terms, basically you say, okay, here's my goal. Why do I want to achieve it? And you write that out. And then you say, okay, I want to achieve it because whatever, why? And you ask yourself why seven times. And what that does is it really makes you think and it really you know it's got to come from the soul to really be able to go that deep and you know i have a lot of clients that will i used to just say here go do this next time we talk we'll talk about it and they'll come back oh that was such a great exercise in fact i only had to go five levels deep to really find my why i said no go seven levels deep in fact i did this with with a group um with a, a company a few weeks ago and I did it with one of their leaders. And by the time we got seven levels deep, I mean, it got emotional for her. She had mm -hmm. these goals that she understood why she wanted, but then their true why behind them, it was really emotional. And when you have a deep seated why behind each goal, that's what's gonna help you get out of bed in the morning on the days that you're like, you know what, I really don't wanna be working on this. Well, yeah. if you've got a strong enough why, that's gonna keep you going. Oh, I agree completely. You know, when you have, when you're facing those challenges, those things that come up, you got to check in with your purpose. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you go to work each day? Why are you working on this goal? Why do you, why have you set these priorities? Um, and that's, that's going to keep pushing you forward. It's the difference between, you know, when you hit that challenge or you just feeling 
tired and lazy whether you keep going or not, right? Um, so yeah. the other question I'd ask on that is, you know, we've got the goals, we're, we're, we're checking in the goals, we've got the why, um, but there's still like tons of distractions, stuff coming up all the time. And for those that have jobs, they've got uh, their boss bringing stuff to them. For entrepreneurs like us, we've got all kinds of, you know, clients and prospects and and people that are that are reaching out to us for things. How do we, how do you recommend to people to really stay focused and make sure they're still making progress on their goals and not getting thrown off by everything that's happening? You know, I think a lot of it comes down to just strict discipline and mm. being able to schedule your time and understand that, you know what, you can't schedule your time. Okay, I'm going to work straight through from 6 a.m. to right 12 a.m. tonight. You, you've got to have some time to relax and refresh and those sort of things. And also, you know, especially as entrepreneurs, I think it's a habit of all entrepreneurs is you want to just do everything yourself. I know when I started my manufacturing company, you know, no one can do it as good as I can do it. So I've got to do that. I've got to do this. And mm -hmm. I got, I finally got to the point where I was forced to start delegating because I just possibly couldn't do it all myself. And, you know, as I handed things off thinking, oh, this is going to be such a hard transaction because they can't do it as good as I can. And they started putting all their focus in these things. They, they weren't doing it as good as I could. They were doing it better. And so, mm -hmm. you know, a great book um, by Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan is who, not how. And I think that's one of the things we've got to look at doing sometimes is it's not always how do we accomplish something? It's who do I have that can accomplish this for me? Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, one of the things I love about talking with you is you don't try to pretend you made all this stuff up yourself. Like you reference all these other books and people you've learned from. And I mean, I do the same thing. My book is like chock full of other books. People tell me like, I love reading your book and I appreciate that you had all these other recommendations. You know, it's about my journey and your journey and our journey. And we got to this point because we learned from all these other people. And now we want to help people along the way. Absolutely. Uh, so speaking of that, Jeff, um, we've got to wrap things up. I've got one more question for you, but before we do, uh, for people that want to get in touch with you, maybe find out about working with you or listen to your podcast, like where's the best place, the place for them to go? Absolutely. So jeffhagey.com, you can pretty much find everything there. Uh, jeffhagey.com has links to all three of my podcasts. On Instagram, it's jeffhagey.coaching, and that's usually most of the social media. It's jeffhagey.coaching. You can find me on I'm on everything. And just jeffhagey on LinkedIn. And so I'd love that. And, you know, with the athletes, it's jeffhagey.com slash confident athlete. And we've got a great program there. All right. So if you are an athlete, uh, go connect with Jeff, reach out to him uh, because, you know, this is like prime time. And uh, I think we always think it's all about athletic ability, but you can have all the athletic ability in the world. But if your brain, your mindset keeps getting in the way, uh, you're never going to achieve peak performance. So talk to Jeff or find somebody who can help you. Uh, Jeff, last question related more to careers. My book is called Own Your Career, Own Your Life. The show is called The Own Your Career Show. When you hear that term, own your career, uh, what does that mean to you? You know, I think what it means to me is control and having the ability to take your career in life where you want it to be. And, you know, I've had, I've had some incredible employees that they were working for me, but they worked as entrepreneurs, they had an entrepreneurial spirit and they took ownership in what they were doing and they were incredible. And, you know, it, it adds so much value to who you are and what you're doing. And, 
you know, I think that's something that we can look at is not everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur, but when you can take that attitude towards your career and your life, it's really going to make you invaluable to where you take things. 100%, whether you're running a business or you are in a career as an employee, uh, when you take ownership, you're going to find more happiness, fulfillment, more control. As you said, you're going to be more valuable as well. Uh, so I, we want everybody to take ownership of your career and ownership of your life. That's what this is all about. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of your wisdom, experience, and advice with us today. I know it's valuable for me, and uh, I hope it was for our listeners as well. Uh, and for those of you listening, uh, reach out to Jeff, connect with him on LinkedIn, Instagram. Make sure you're following me as well. Um, check out his website and mine, and go take some action. Go you know, take some notes and take some action on this, and let us know what you think. Jeff, thanks again for being here, and we'll talk soon. Hey, thanks for the opportunity.